the show you love with even more local news and more local reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show on this beautiful Friday afternoon here in California's Central Valley, Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation as we prepare to uh, dip, our to- uh, dip our toes into the pool of various, various and uh, sundry and topical and debatable issues that affect you and me right here in California's Central Valley. Notice I talked about tipping your toes into the pool. Don't have a pool. But we're almost at that time when pools uh, might just might start sounding fun, and as we exit the uh, the winter time, head into spring, and I, uh, I I've I've often thought that this old saying of March coming in like a lion and going out like a lamb is uh, is often often correct. And by the time that I get on my John Deere in the no towards late July, early August, sometimes I wish that I had a pool that I could dip my toes into. Anyway, so uh, there goes that fantasy. Not going to have one. Don't want the expense of it, especially now with the uh, inflation rate uh, near 8%. Uh, but we will nonetheless dip our toes into the metaphorical pool of issues facing you and me right now in California's Central Valley. One of those issues, by the way, coming up, and by the way, we're going to talk as as well today about uh, several things that that you have brought up uh, during the week. One, Sean brought up yesterday, our caller, Sean, uh, Agenda 21. I've done some research on that. have some things I want to share with you. I think you'll find that fascinating and something that's probably good for all of us to have in our backpack of knowledge. As we uh, talk to friends and family members about issues of the day, it's out there. And uh, under a different name, uh, though, possibly now, from the United Nations, and so we'll explore that in a little bit. And then uh, Ukraine, a bit of a Ukraine update, and then uh, this uh, debate over does, uh, are there bioweapons somewhere in Ukraine that Russia is aiming for? Biden administration uh, administration is saying, no, nothing there. Uh, even uh, reporters like Jennifer Griffin, who comes uh, with, with a lot of integrity and, and good uh, research behind her, said, no, nah, I don't think so. However, there was an interesting conversation earlier this week between uh, Marco Rubio. I don't know if you heard that or not, uh, but he uh, talked to the uh, United States Under Secretary of State Victoria Newland about this and the in a hearing, and I want to play that just so that we have all the background and you can put all that in to your pool of knowledge. And that's part of what we endeavor to do here is increase the pool of knowledge for all of us so that we are better informed. We look at as many sides of an issue as possible, and then all of us have the opportunity. And uh, the Mike Douglas show here promotes freedom of thought. And so my encouragement is you make your own decisions. You decide based upon what we talk about, what your position is, and how you would like to uh, encourage others and maybe persuade others uh, to your side. You do that so well. You lay out your cases so well. 
always look forward to that, and that's why I really treasure this time from 3 to 5 p.m. with you here on the Mike Douglas Show, Monday through Friday on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Well, coming up this weekend, in fact, coming up very specifically at 0200 hours, early Sunday morning, that's 2 a.m., what's happening? Well, you know that, I'm sure. We are transitioning from daylight saving time to standard time. And you may say, well, Mike, whatever happened to Prop 7? Proposition 7, remember that? Yeah, back in 2018, we voted as Californians for Proposition 7. And the proposition there, the point of it, was to get rid of daylight saving time. By the way, it's daylight saving time singular, not although that's minor detail, but I know that all of you are very interested in being accurate, so I thought I'd reinforce that. But it's being held up uh, really by, by the law and by the federal government, if not the state government. So what would happen if we changed year to year-round standard time? Well, the summer sun would rise earlier and it would set earlier while winter stays the same. So if we change to standard time year-round, uh, let's say we're looking at July. Sunrise would be maybe 4.40 a.m. in July. Sunset would be 7.10 p.m. That would be on standard time year-round. You okay with that in the, in the summer? However, if we change to daylight saving time year-round, the winter sun would rise later and set later while the summer stays the same. So if you translate that into uh, times, for example, let's say, let's take January. If we stay, if we change to daylight saving time year round, it would be dark until about 8 a.m. That would be kind of odd for us here in California and it would get dark at about 5:51 p.m. That's not so bad but that that remaining dark until 8 a.m. in the morning I don't uh I don't know. Well my understanding is that Prop 7 had certain requirements and it required that our legislature pass the change. And the second because proposition 7 passed a, a year-long daylight saving time Congress had to approve it. Well, apparently, uh, California, we only made it past the first of those three steps. Voters passed position, which then put it in the hands of the state legislature, and it would have to pass both houses, both the Assembly and the, and the Senate here in California. Unfortunately, it didn't make it by the end of the session. So, you know, we don't. We don't ask a lot, really, other than try to be rational and try to cut down on the number of bills that our legislators create in California. It seems to me that maybe this should have been a priority and that by this time we should be on standard time. Now, you can, uh, in California, we could uh, pass it locally and, um, and, and, and still have standard time, but you can't do daylight savings time 
on your own. Daylight saving time. Anyway, I know it's it gets complicated though. So uh, basically, uh, we're 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 stuck with it. We're stuck with daylight saving time and standard time for the moment. Little history on it. It was first uh, used in World War One in 1916, where German clocks were set back an hour to save fuel and electrical power. And then two years later, the U.S. government passed a bill that required citizens to seasonally time in just seven months. The bill was repeated. And then in 1942, probably one of the most famous milestones, President Franklin Roosevelt proposed the idea of shifting times during World War II, called it wartime. And that proposition would last for three years, ending in 45. Then the Uniform Time Act came in 1966. That regulated the seasonal shifts annually. And from then on, we've fallen forward and fallen back over the years. Only two states. Uh, do uh, the, are, are exempted from that, and uh, the two states uh, are that are exempted from daylight saving time: Arizona and Hawaii. So there you go, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Talk about your opinion about whether we ought to uh, stay on standard time or or stay on this cycle of daylight saving time and standard time in just a a few moments. What I want to talk about right now is time to look at real estate and some good logical wisdom from a good friend of mine. His name is Dan Phipps. Real estate market's hot. Prices are rising. Inventory's low. Interest rates uncertain. So selling your home now may be the right move to maximize your equity. But maybe you're worried about costly repairs that might be needed to sell your home. Well, call the agent that I trust and recommend Dan Phipps. Dan's proprietary marketing system guarantees, listen to this, guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value or he'll sell it for free. See, Dan's program is designed to maximize your sales price. So you're in complete control, no required costly repairs, no long-term contracts, and you pick your move date. Dan can even find you a new home before you move so dan uh, helped josh and crystal from stockton sell uh, for eighty thousand dollars over instant offer uh, investors with just a minimum amount of improvement so call dan phipps dan's the man i recommend and the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours or it's sold free call dan phipps 209-840-6378 or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three P's, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S.com. And we'll talk more about daylight saving time, standard time, your wishes on whether we go to one or the other or keep both coming up in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Northbound 99 Merced, right at R Street. Look out for a crash in the left lane. You are backed up from Martin Luther King Jr. Way. South 99 Manteca, delayed from 120 all the way to Jack Tone. And North 5 through Lathrop slow from 120 into Stockton. 
For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Churches. Stop by Churches for the high-flying flavor combination of our Texas tenders and shrimp meal today. It's butterfly shrimp alongside made-from-scratch Texas tenders. Serve spicy or original for six bucks. Churches, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. Near historically low mortgage rates may not last forever. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on. For competitive rates, over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. And MLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Mass Mutual knows that your finances can be an uncomfortable conversation. Mark, we should really talk about our money. Yep, we really should. Like we never talk about our savings. No, we never talk about that. Or our assets. Or our debt. Yeah, we really should talk about our debt. We need one of those financial plans. One of those will make a difference. We should talk about it. We really should. Talk to us about financial wellness today. Feel comfortable about tomorrow. Mass Mutual. Live Mutual. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. After 9-11, Saul Martinez couldn't wait to enlist. In Iraq, his vehicle was hit by a projectile improvised explosive device. Saul survived, but he lost both legs, suffered a traumatic brain injury, and lost two close friends. Saul now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Saul. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Staples has all the innovative tech and tools you need to take on the future of work, all at great prices. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are only $199, a $50 savings. Offer in 312 while supplies last limit two. Explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here as your concierge for conversation as we tackle a lot of the issues pummeling us on a regular basis here in California's Central Valley. Thanks so much for being part of the conversation. Uh, We love that, and uh, it's our pleasure to provide that live and local opportunity for you to weigh in and uh, voice your concerns, voice your perspectives right here, live on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, our phone number 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. The question before us right now is, do you, well, first of all, what's with California? In 2018, We passed, it was a proposition, Proposition 7, we passed as the people of California by majority vote, we passed Prop 7, Proposition 7, which was to do away with daylight saving time. And uh, and so what happened? What happened? And and under the rules, let me just review the rules for us really quickly, what, what the law says. A state 
can bypass the federal government if it wants to go on standard time year-round. All right, you can go, if you're a state, you can go on standard time year-round if your equivalent of House and, and, uh, and, and Senate, Assembly and Senate, pass it. Your legislative body passes it. You can go on to standard time without having Congress's permission. However, if you decide to go on daylight saving time year-round, you need Congress's permission. So what happened with California in 2018? Our legislature couldn't get its act together and deal with what we, the people, instructed them to do, and that was to pass doing away with daylight saving time and going on standard time year-round. They failed to do that before the end of the session. And so here we are still. Was it too much to ask? It, it, is, do, do they not care what we say? Now, some of you may say, well, that's a rhetorical question, Mike. It's been proven time and time again. Uh, where the people of California speak, many of the people speak, and then the California courts or the legislator, legislature ignores it and does something else. Well, I don't know whether it was purposefully ignoring us and basically sending the message that they don't really care about us, or whether it was just inefficiency, a la the EDD. Employment Development Department, and it's uh, <laughs> handing out billions, $31 billion or more of, of fraudulent uh, uh, dollars related to COVID-19 relief. Uh, you think of so many instances when our, our state bureaucracies have been so big, so laborious, that we become victimized by our own government. So what do you think, first of all? Do you think we ought to stay on daylight, on, on uh, standard time? Dump, like Prop 7 said, should we put this back before the legislature? Should we have to go through this again? How about the legislature coming up with an idea here to do what we told them to do back in 2018 and pass what they need to pass to do away with daylight saving time and just go to standard time? Are you for that? Or are you against it? Would you like to have this change every fall and every spring? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Very interesting to watch, by the way, over the years as a pastor. Uh, I can We can always tell uh, who failed to realize this was a turn-your-clocks-backward-or-turn-your-clocks-forward weekend. Uh, because depending on whether it's the fall or the spring, uh, a few people inevitably come in either an hour late or an hour early. And uh, in, in fact, <laughs> I remember uh, one friend, actually, uh, a couple of years ago, he, he came in uh, an hour late. And we had just finished the service with the benediction. And he comes up to me and he says, are is, is this a joke? And I knew what was happening. I said, uh, nope, no, nope. we decided to end the service right now. He says, I just got here. 
I said, well, that's why we decided to end the service. And he looked at me, and I, I just deadpanned it for a minute or two. And then I, I said, no, no, my friend, uh, this, this was the time when you were supposed to move your clocks at 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, so anyway, it happens. It happens. I, I am in favor. Act. I, I don't like this cycle of having to jump ahead. And, then, and I don't like this one where we have to turn the clocks ahead. My Saturdays are long Saturdays. I'm, I don't have a day off on Saturdays, and I work till the wee hours of the morning. And every hour to me is precious. Don't like it when we lose that hour and we jump ahead at 2 o'clock, because I'm often up at, what is interesting, though, at 2 o'clock in the morning, is, is to watch my clock on the computer or on my, my iPhone and, and see it. Uh, change or not change that you know it's just one of those things where since I'm up I find that interesting I don't find it interesting enough however to uh, to retain this particular uh, cycle that we have so uh, again California legislature why why could you not have done what the public asked you to do do you have any theories on that my friends do you think it was intentional you think it was just inefficiency? Hard to know. 209-551-3483 is our number. 209-551-3483. Just got a, uh, a note here in, in the Roman Catholic tradition. How many Hail Marys do you have to have for being an hour late? I don't know. I can check with some priest friends of mine on that. That's an interesting thought. Major League Baseball, you probably heard, uh, actually, we're going to have a season starting. It's going to start on April 7 with the Red Sox versus the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, 1.05 p.m. Eastern Time. So uh, apparently the, the administration, the management, Major League Baseball, and the players, the owners, have settled on terms for a new collective bargaining agreement. And that ended, uh, let's see, this is the, what, the ninth work stoppage and close to 100 days, I think maybe 99 days uh, that uh, they've been at odds. So uh, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you excited about baseball starting again, or does all of this contract stuff, all of this drama, does it dampen? your enthusiasm about the start of Major League Baseball in the spring. Again, our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Growing up in Los Angeles, I uh, was born and raised in Pasadena. And, uh, you know, I, being down there, my team was a team that's not well-liked up here in this area having to do with the color blue. But having what I looked forward to in spring was hearing the dulcet tones of broadcaster Vin Scully opening the baseball season and somehow his voice, which he could, his voice and his words would, would paint pictures. And somehow his voice, his calming, soothing voice, uh, ushering in the baseball season, season just gave me great comfort, and I looked forward to it. Vin Scully obviously retired now up in his upper 80s, and I'm sure those of you up here in uh, Central and Northern California, you probably enjoyed hearing your broadcasters too 
from either the Oakland A's or the uh, San Francisco Giants. We'll talk more about that in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. New to Curiosity Street, there's no better feeling than have them hand you a check for $250,000 and thank you for ripping them off. Why do they do it? And how can you avoid their scams? Go inside the mind of a con artist. And the Ark of the Covenant, was it truly a divine power? And why did it kill some who touched it? Unravel the truth behind this biblical mystery on Ark of the Covenant Revealed. It's all on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Northbound 99 Merced, right at R Street. Look out for a crash in the left lane. You are backed up from Martin Luther King Jr. Way. South 99 Manteca, delayed from 120 all the way to Jack Tone. And North 5 through Lathrop. Slow from 120 into Stockton. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Blindster. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. Inventing Anna, the official podcast, delves deeper into the story behind the Netflix series about Anna Sorkin, the fake heiress who stole the hearts and money of New York social elite, featuring conversations with the actual people who played a part in this iconic story and series creator Shonda Rhimes. My theory of Anna, which is, it is that thing that Vivian says, I will make you famous. The world will know who you are. Listen to Inventing Anna, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you get when you cross an MBA, veteran, and mortgage expert? Plenty to chew on, that's what. Catch Jerky with host Ed Barco and his trusty sidekick Marlene Champlin every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. Spicy. Research shows that when a parent consistently responds to an infant's needs, a trusting relationship and lifelong attachment develops. Babies who are held and comforted when they need it during the first six months of life tend to be more secure and confident as toddlers and older children. This is just one of the reasons why California's paid family leave program provides partial wage replacement benefits to California workers who take time off from work to bond with a new child. This is your moment. The moment to perfect the delicate art of swaddling. The moment for bonding time, family time, and a little tummy time. The moment to remember that these are the moments that matter. If you're a new mother welcoming a baby into your family, paid family leave can provide you up to eight weeks of partial wage replacement. This is your moment. Take it. To learn more, visit CaliforniaPaidFamilyLeave.com. Moments matter. Sponsored by Allstate. Saving money feels pretty good. Allstate. Better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Sunny skies today. We'll see temperatures top out in the low 70s. It will be clear and cold overnight, mid-30s expected, and then sunny again tomorrow, mid-70s and light wind all around. 
It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. Thanks so much for joining us here today on this beautiful Friday afternoon in California's Central Valley here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We are headed into the weekend and, of course, on Sunday in the wee hours of the morning at 0200 hours, 2 a.m., it will be time to set our clocks ahead one hour. I actually do that at 2 o'clock in the morning, but I don't expect everyone else will. Reasonable people probably do that before they go to bed uh, on Saturday night, I would, I would expect. Normal people probably do that, but I've never been accused of, of being normal. So my question to you is, do you like, do you like switching between standard time and, and daylight saving time? Or would you prefer one or the other? Our phone number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Let's go to Jamestown, and uh, let's find out what Tony thinks. Tony, what's your view on daylight saving time and standard time? Which, Which do you like? I mean, I think daylight savings is the best. Um, it's the most practical, you know, for for uh, farmers and, and utilizing how much sun we have in the day during during this time. It's just it's it's so much better because we get to use the sun more. And mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if you're outside or your your job or or you benefit from being outside in the sun where you're not using artificial sunlight indoor the lights and stuff, it just makes sense. I mean, it just it's just so much more beneficial. All right. There, there's a good argument in, argument in favor of uh, Tony. L- let me ask you, are you in favor of making the switch uh, in the fall and the spring? Is, is that what you're saying you like, or would you just like to stay on daylight daylight saving time all year round? No, no, I, I, I do like, it is, you know, kind of annoying to have to make the switch, but <laughs> I mean, my phone does it automatically. It's really not a big deal. Um, yeah, making the switch back and forth, it, taking advantage of when the sun is out is is the the practical element here. And for that reason, it's 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 better. I mean, being gotcha. able to use uh, more of the sun at the different times, so changing your clock is is best. And so I'm, I'm gathering yeah. I'm gathering that you spend a lot of time uh, outdoors. Yeah, I mean, it's good for you. Vitamin D, it helps your right. hormones and everything else. So, yeah, it's it's important being outside, yes. exercise, fresh air. My nurse Absolutely. practitioner wife would uh, second that, uh, what you just said, Tony. She's all for uh, reminding people to keep moving. And uh, a lot more pleasant to do that when it's light than, uh, <laughs> than when it's dark. So uh, uh, j- just out of curiosity, and, and you don't have to answer the question, but when uh, Prop 7 came up in, in 2018, did you uh, did you vote for it or against it? Were you uh, uh, for that proposition, or sounds like maybe you weren't? No, I, I, I'm for keeping changing of the clocks, keeping daylight savings okay. uh, time in, in place. All right. Very good. Hey, Tony, thanks for calling and thanks for being a listener. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Tony from Jamestown. All right. There's one vote for uh, keeping uh, the change in the spring and the fall 
what about you? And I understand, and, and I think Tony gives a very practical viewpoint on this, and that is, especially if you're outdoors, you know, adjusting time so you have that extra daylight. I would imagine, especially for the agricultural industry, uh, that's, uh, that's very important. I remember as uh, back in, in law enforcement days that I didn't like, you know, and then this would deal with the early hours of the morning uh, when the sun would rise or the time in the uh, at late afternoon, evening when the sun would set. I like daylight as much as possible. So I, I understand. That. So anyway, we have one vote for keeping it the same. One vote for keeping daylight saving time and the uh, the cycle that we currently have uh, from from Tony. Uh, do you want to cast your vote one way or the other? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. I often, as you know, I check a lot of different news sources. I think that's important. And sometimes I have to grit my teeth uh, when I'm watching or listening to some, but it's important to me to gather the information, to know what other sources are thinking, why they're thinking it, what they're saying, what's behind, if there's any logic behind what they're saying. Because you never know, sometimes there is a, a nugget of truth or a perspective that we miss. So I intentionally listen and read perspectives that may be 45, 90, or even 180 degrees opposite of mine for that very purpose. I think it's important to look at uh, an issue from as many sides as possible just to cross-check myself and make sure that I'm not missing anything. And I know uh, many, of you, uh, many of you do that as well. So one of the sources that I often uh, check is Axios. And it is, uh, it, you know, it, it is not a, uh, a source of conservatism necessarily, uh, but it, it often has some interesting things. And uh, I, I look at it sometimes two or three times a day. Uh, they, and I think this came out yesterday, maybe. One of their uh, readers said, how can we as readers help to contribute to a healthier news ecosystem? That's kind of an interesting way to put it. How can we contribute to a healthier news ecosystem? And the recommendations, I think, weren't bad. And we'll get back to the phones in just a second. Uh, but let me share these three quick recommendations for Axios. Uh, I, I think generally they're, they're pretty good. One, stop sharing stories you haven't read. Yes. They say it's shocking how often we simply see a word or a headline uh, get a dopamine jolt and share the story. Sometimes it actually makes the opposite point. We think it does. Uh, good point. Number two out of three, stop doom scrolling. D-O-O-M. Stop doom scrolling. What do they mean by that? They say, well, social media is the world's largest buffet. Some of the content is good. A lot of it is total garbage. Yep. I agree with that. And then finally, to the sources you trust. I'll comment on that in a second. They say, find reporters and outlets with a track record for getting to the closest approximation of the truth 
not just what you wish were the truth, then stick with them. I agree with that to a point. However, if you make one source your one source, it can be fallible as well. So uh, point number three, I think, is good. I'm not totally behind it. I think uh, we all ought to look at various sources. So anyway, some good points from Axios on that. Daylight saving time versus standard time versus doing both, changing your clocks or letting them change themselves in today's technology in the spring and the fall. Let's go back to what you think at 209-551-3483, Let's find out what Debbie from Stanislaus thinks about daylight saving time, standard time, or doing both. What do you think, Debbie? Well, I'm going to reply in just a slight different way. And I'd like everybody to think about this hard. Your utilities in the summer are going to kill you. The air conditioning cost, if you think PG&E was high, hold on to your hats. So we're going to have to start looking at things totally differently than we ever, ever had before. Everything is monetarial now. And it's killing a lot of people and their futures. So I send this to everybody with love and compassion, and please do your homework because you could always put layers of clothes on in the winter, but you'll have a hard time taking them off in the summer because we can't walk around with no clothes. So there is that issue. You all need to think about this seriously. God bless everybody, and thank you, Michael, for taking my call. And have a great weekend. Uh, Debbie, thank you. Uh, Debbie brings up some interesting points here, Debbie. And your your comment about walking around uh, all natural, yeah, probably that's that's not the best thing. Uh, we, we pastors uh, tend to frown on that practice. Um, and even, even at home, uh, I was taught, <laughs> I guess, Debbie, it's the way I was brought up. Uh, even at home. I walk around with a shirt on and, and pants on. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not one of those that just takes off my shirt. Cause it, well, first of all, I'm not much to look at with my shirt off. I, you know, I have to uh, gross out my family or other people, you know, that's part of it. But the other part is I was grown up to be modest. I was growing up. I mean, I, and I don't object. Don't misunderstand me. I don't object to people wearing their shirt tails out. In fact, there's a company that makes shirts specifically to wear the shirt tails out. I'm just saying it's the way I was brought up. You tuck your shirt tails in. You always have a shirt on and you have pants on. I don't wear shorts a lot because the um, I don't tan well. I, I'm either uh, very uh, reflective <laughs> on the colors of my legs or I'm burnt red lobster burnt. I, I tend to not tan well. So I tend to not wear shorts. I will wear shorts at home, but not out in public because I don't, I don't want to uh, embarrass myself in front of people nor have them say, how can you not tan? So uh, anyway, I am all for wearing clothing properly, but 
uh, you know, some of these folks, some of these guys, and even when I'm at the beach, I wear a T-shirt, by the way, at the beach and when I'm swimming. That is really, for me, because without it, I will burn. I will be lobster red. I will be miserable. One of the worst sunburns I ever received. This is Friday. We're kind of kicking back here. So thank you for uh, hearing me out. One of the greatest, worst sunburns I ever had, we were, uh, we had uh, rented a houseboat. I think it was on Don Pedro. Maybe, maybe, nah, maybe it wasn't Don Pedro. It was one of the local lakes. And uh, I had gone kayaking. A friend of mine lent me a, uh, a, a, a blow-up kayak. And I had a, went out on it and had such a great time. I kayaked for hours. And, if, and I, I put a, a kind of a, a covering over my legs, but there was about four inches on my ankles that didn't get covered. I had the worst blisters ever. In fact, my nurse practitioner wife had to go into first aid mode and I suffered with horrible, horrible after effects of that. So I am, uh, I am not one to frolic in the sun uh, without a shirt on and, and such, uh, both for practical reasons and to save the rest of the world from uh, seeing that sight. All right, that said, uh, let's go very quickly to Carl in Stockton and uh, Carl thinks about daylight saving time and standard time. Uh, Carl, what are your thoughts? Hey, Mike, uh, I haven't talked to you for a little while, but I'm actually in Modesto. And, you know, I, I work in behavioral health. And there's been studies for years and years that one of the issues with daylight saving time is people get in a lot of wrecks, especially going back to standard time. There are a lot more car wrecks in the morning. And we also see in behavioral health, a lot more mental health issues are going to be coming up here in the near future. Um, Because of people, you know, having a hard time, you know, now they need to get to sleep earlier, but they're used to sleeping, you know, at a different time. Then they have to wake up early and, you know, it it creates some problems there. Um, So I'm, I'm against it. I think we ought to move to standard time and just leave it. I've also, uh, I've lived in the, I was born here in Modesto and I'm in my 60s. And all my life I've heard, well, it's for the farmers. And you know who's never told me that, Mike? Is a farmer. farmer. (laughs) Because farmers, they get up early, they work all day and into the evening. You know, a lot of them, depending on what type of farming they're doing, they do that all year round anyway. You know, and maybe there was a time back uh, maybe in the 50s, maybe even in the 60s, where it was beneficial. But since the 70s or so, the way we've progressed with technology and everything, I just don't see any benefit. Carl, uh, you bring up an excellent point, and uh, I'm going to react to that a little bit more in about three minutes. Carl, thanks for calling. A great call brings up a great consideration there. Thanks so much. We'll continue the conversation about daylight saving time, standard time, your vote on that coming up at 209 551 
888-346-3483. Back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Northbound 99 Modesto, right before G Street, a two-car wreck cleared from the right lane. You're backed up from 9th, and then a crash in Stockton. It's North 5, right after Highway 4, the right lane tied up. Also for Lathrop, North 5, slow from 120 to 8th Street. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the maker of NextGuard, a Fox Alonor. NextGuard, a Fox Alonor, is monthly flea and tick protection that's number one vet recommended and number one dog preferred. Uses caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Ask your vet or visit NextGuardForDogs.com to learn more. Join iHeartRadio all month as we celebrate the passion, power, and immeasurable impact women have made in the world. It's Women's History Month. Enjoy great stations powered exclusively by females, like Women's History Month Radio, playlists like Women of R&D, and Women Who Rock, and personally curated playlists by some of the most influential women in music, like Shania Twain and Madonna, plus tons of featured podcasts like The History Chick, Red Table Talk, and Stuff Mom Never Told You. Let iHeartRadio be your Women's History Month one-stop audio destination. Hi, Mike Douglas here with Stu Gilman from Transworld Business Advisors. Stu, it has to be incredibly difficult and complex to sell a business. Well, Mike, it certainly can be, although we can streamline the process for business owners in a number of different ways. The first item that a lot of people are most interested in when they own a business is, A, can I sell it? And B, how much is it worth? Well, we can do that for them free of charge. We basically get some current financials as well as some tax returns, and we can look it over and tell them what we believe businesses like theirs could sell for. And so starting with that, once they agree, we can go ahead and start the rest of our process that we manage from soup to nuts. Stu Gilman, Transworld Business Advisors. Help at your fingertips at 844-STU-4-U. That's 844-STU, the number 4-Y-O-U. Website's NorCalBizSales.com. That's NorCalBizSales.com. What's done more to improve overall health and wellness, modern medicine, or personal hygiene? Actually, it's both. But considering that bathing went mainstream in the 1800s and brushing your teeth in the 1900s, isn't it time for something new, like cleaning your nose? After all, your nose is the body's air filter for trapping dirt and germs, the first line of defense against allergens, bacteria, and viruses from getting into your lungs. But how do you clean your nose? With Navage. Navage isn't medicine. It's more like plumbing. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril to the very back of the nose where germs can get trapped and multiply, and then out the other nostril, flushing out mucus microbes so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier. Join over 2 million others and find out for yourself how refreshing and easy to use Navage is. At Navage.com, Walgreens, CBS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Navage. Clean nose, healthy life. Californians are recycling smarter to help save our planet. Empty your recycling and let it dry to make sure it gets recycled. For more tips on proper recycling, visit iRecycleSmart.com. Do your part. Recycle smart. Local Talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this weekend where we transition to standard time. We have to uh, move our clocks ahead one hour at 0200 hours Sunday morning uh, or set it ahead before you go to bed on Saturday for normal people and not like me. And uh, so we have interesting feedback on this today. Carl, uh, our caller, Carl, I think brought up an interesting perspective, and that was how the time change affects folks behaviorally. He's, uh, again, our uh, one of our callers that is uh, skilled in behavioral health, and he brings up the fact that that for some people creates some some big time problems adjusting their uh, their emotions, their their minds, their bodies to uh, new things. And he also talked about the fact that, uh, in, in to his knowledge, that there are a lot more accidents, traffic accidents, when that uh, that time change occurs. So uh, great points by Carl, uh, Debbie, making a note that you know you can you can layer in uh, the winter and we do that around here we we try to keep our costs down and uh at at our home we keep the temperature at about 58 degrees during the winter which is why people uh who uh, very few people know where we are there's some reasons for that but anyway uh people probably don't like to visit much because they know they're going to be put in cold storage uh but in the summer a little bit different you you can't really layer in the summer. It, it's hot or it's not. And uh, so uh, there, that's an issue, I think, Debbie. Good good point. And, of course, Tony uh, was bringing up the fact that for those industries that need daylight or benefit from daylight, uh, the, you know, the, the cycle helps a little bit. So, anyway, uh, as we're wrapping up the discussion, if, if, you, uh, if you would like to cast your vote, for daylight saving time, for standard time, for keeping the, the, the switch between the two in the fall and the spring. Uh, we have a few minutes left where you can cast your vote. 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. By the way, and I, I, I almost hate to mention this, I had heard, you know, wives' tales, and I know that's not politically correct anymore, but it's what the thought that comes to my mind. Uh, Old-time rumors, let me put it that way, that, you know, when it's a full moon, when we have time changes, that people can get very squirrely. That's a theological term, getting squirrely. And I didn't really believe that until I was in law enforcement. And I'm telling you, at full moon time, the ERs seemed to pick up the emergency rooms. We tended to have people get really weird during that time. And and also during the time changes or not. I don't know if any of you in law enforcement have noticed that uh, or or not, but I did. And so it's not, you know, something that I base my life upon. It's not something that I go around saying is absolute truth, but it, it does seem to me, and, and Carl is, is what sparked this in my mind, it does seem to me that uh, there are behavioral changes uh, at full moon times and also at, at a time when uh, there's a, a time change. So some great 
thoughts today. We're going to continue this, the discussion after the top of the hour, after news, weather, and traffic. We'll also talk about Agenda 21. And are there bioweapons in Ukraine? Coming up on the Mike Douglas Show. Power Talk 1360, KFIV. Research shows that when a parent consistently responds to an infant's needs, a trusting relationship and lifelong attachment develops. Babies who are held and comforted when they need it during the first six months of life tend to be more secure and confident as toddlers and older children. This is just one of the reasons why California's paid family leave program provides partial wage replacement benefits to California workers who take time off from work to bond with a new child. This is your moment. The first of many moments as a new father to come that really do matter. Moments you'll never forget and moments you can never get back. This is your moment to put in the work where it really counts, at home with your newborn. Paid Family Leave can provide new fathers up to eight weeks of partial wage replacement to bond with your new baby. This is your moment. Take it. To learn more, visit CaliforniaPaidFamilyLeave.com. Moments matter. News, news, traffic, traffic, weather, and the Valley's best news talk. Powered by Lancaster Painting, Power Talk 1360, KFIV, Modesto, and beyond. Power Talk 1360, KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. South 99 Manteca, some stop and go action. 120 all the way to Jack Tone Road, about a 10-minute delay for you. North 5 and Lathrop slow from 120 all the way to 8th Street in Stockton. And mixed in there at Lathrop Road, we have some uh, tire debris uh, sitting between lanes. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. Real news in real time. Here's your Power Talk 1360 news update. Good afternoon, I'm Dana Hess. A second man involved in a violent 1997 robbery at a home in Modesto may have his sentence commuted. 51-year-old Darnell Green has served 25 years of his 46-year prison sentence. State parole board recommended Green for a commutation. Another man involved in the same crime has already had his sentence commuted. Governor Newsom will now decide whether Green will get out 21 years early. California residents can have a chance to comment on rate increases from PG&E. The California Public Utilities Commission is taking in input from Californians on PG&E's proposed 22% rate hikes that will go from 2023 to the 2026 year. Comments can be made on the CPUC website. The first pair of hearings were held yesterday, and two more are planned for March 22nd at 2 p.m. and at 6 p.m. The new rates are in addition to a 22% rate hike for this year. In January, rates went up 8% and increased another 10.5% last week, with another increase coming this summer. Jordan Christmas, Power Talk 1360, KFIV. Major League Baseball lockout is over. After being pushed back twice, baseball season will now start April 7th after the owners and players reached an agreement to end the three-month work stoppage. Spring training expected to start Sunday, and teams will play a full 162-game schedule with the delayed contest played as doubleheaders later in the year. The agreement is for five years and includes the designated hitter in both leagues and a 12-team postseason. Hello. And Lionel Richie being honored with the prestigious Gershwin Prize from the Library of Congress. Tribute was held this week in Washington, D.C. for the 72-year-old pop icon who had 16 number one hits and sold over 125 million records worldwide. 
I'm Dana Hess, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Your happiest spring starts at Lowe's. Right now, Scott's Triple Action Lawn Fertilizer Everyday Low Price starts at $29.98. Lowe's, home to any possibility. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Valid 310 through 316. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. The show you love with even more local news and more local reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the second hour of the Mike Douglas Show here on this beautiful Friday afternoon in California's Central Valley. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. And right now we are in our second hour And as we go into the weekend, though you're going to lose an hour, uh, remember that? Yep, coming up Sunday at 0200 hours, 2 a.m., we uh, shift to standard time from daylight saving time. And we've been talking about what people prefer. We've had some good arguments one way or the other, Uh, some good positions on that, good, good thoughts uh, for us to consider. So uh, let's, uh, let's continue that discussion as we open our second hour, 209-551-3483. Do you like moving the time in the fall and the spring? Would you prefer to stay on standard time or have daylight saving time year-round? 209-551-3483. Let's go first to uh, Richard from Ceres. Richard, welcome. What are your thoughts about the time change? I'm like... Um... I think the time change, think about it, when they change it, that's when there's all kinds of accidents. Well, why not just leave it the same thing? You know, if you can't be responsible enough to get a little bit, get up a little bit earlier when the sun is still there and go till the sun goes down, we shouldn't be such of a baby society. We should get on with it. So uh, so are you, you're in favor of keeping it as it is? Am I right? Uh, I would be in favor of keeping it anywhere it's at, you know, split the difference or whatever they want to do. But um, I don't know. It don't seem to me like it's such a big deal, but let people be responsible for themselves. They should be responsible. And I don't know. There's just uh, my mind takes me to other things, you know. And my main thing is like Ukraine. We should be behind those people's back. Um, To me, that means more than anything to me. Yeah, well, thank you, Richard. And we'll be talking about uh, Ukraine here in a a couple of minutes. Thanks for your thoughts, Richard. Appreciate that very much. 
Our number here, 209-551-3483, talking about the time change for it, against it, stay on standard time, or go to daylight saving time year-round. What do you think? 209-551-3483. Ed from Lodi. What are your thoughts, Ed? Hey, well, first of all, if we lose one hour, that means we're one hour closer to your show on Monday. Just letting everybody know that. (laughs) But uh, personally, I don't mind changing at all. I like the fact that in the summer, the daylight lasts longer. Um, I like having the longer evenings. And um, uh, I used to play baseball and softball. I love the longer evenings for that still like to play golf and things like that. So, uh, you know, do uh, projects. I could be mowing my lawn at 8 o'clock and the sun's out. You know, I like things like that. Um, you know, uh, so I'm all for the, the change. It makes sense to me why we change. It's, uh, it's all about having daylight later in the day either way. And um, if we stayed on standard time, the sun would be coming up, at least in our area, around 3, like 50 in the morning. And that's just, I don't need that. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a farmer. I prefer to have it a little bit later. And so I have, I've never had a problem adapting to anything. If I need to stay up late, I can stay up late. If I need to get up early, I get up early. That's never been an issue for me regardless. And so I don't, I don't fully understand why it becomes an issue, but you know, everybody's different. So, um, anyway, I'm all for keeping it the way we do it. I think it makes a lot of sense why we do it. And it's been something that we've done for a long time. I do remember, I think it was in the 70s, that we switched to daylight savings time at an odd time. And I was going to school when it was still dark, and I didn't like that. So um, if we ever got stuck, I think it's better to get stuck in standard time rather than daylight savings time. But I prefer this time of year to switch over to daylight savings time. Anyway, <laughs> that's yeah, long-winded that's... for saying, yeah, let's keep it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that's a good uh, some some good points to argue for keeping it the same. And uh, so, Ed, Ed, thanks for your comments. Appreciate that very much. And so, the uh, it, we're starting to see uh, more people uh, in our our listening family here lean towards keeping it the same, and uh, some some good arguments for that. Uh, what do you think? Should we keep it the same? Or should we go to standard time year-round or even daylight saving time year-round? 209-551-3483. Back to Modesto we go. And Loretta, Loretta, what do you think? What, what, what do you like in terms of the time changes versus keeping it one way year-round? To keep so many people from growling about it so much, we need to keep it the way it is right now because summer – Everyone has to get up early, and they don't like it. Isn't that right? They yeah. Well, what they don't like is getting up and, and going to work, for example, when it's dark. And I, I understand right. that. Definitely. Yeah. Why it's much better to keep it in the wintertime timing, right or wrong? Well, I, th- I think that's a, a personal preference. I, I'm yeah. good arguments today, Loretta. I, I don't know. I started today thinking I would prefer that we just stay on standard time. Uh, however, taking my own advice, I'm hearing some good arguments for leaving it the way it is, despite the fact right. that in 2018, Californians voted for Prop 7. And whether it was good, bad or indifferent, 
uh, it was never addressed by the, the legislatures. So uh, a lot of people seem to be leaning your direction, Loretta, and that is um, leaving it, uh, leaving it the, the way it is. So uh, I guess, so you'll be looking forward to that. Moving the clock ahead an hour uh, comes Sunday morning. So let me ask you, do you stay up to 2 o'clock to do that, or, or do you make that change before you go to bed? Neither one. I get up and go to bed whenever it starts getting dark. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's why I think that people should not – I think we should be on one or the other and leave it that way so people will be happy with it. All right. All right. So, Loretta, thanks for your call. Appreciate that very much. So, Loretta really – uh, leaning towards like like many of you are just leaving it uh, the way it is. Well, that that's interesting, uh, and really for the time being, no pun intended. Uh, it looks like that's the way it's uh, that's the way it's going to be. And again, the only two states that don't make uh, the changes are uh, Arizona and uh, and Hawaii. So there we go. Well, uh, thank you for your input on that. Appreciate that very much. You've uh, You've made me rethink the process a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I guess one of the things that still sticks with me is Californians made a statement with a proposition back in 2018, and the California legislature didn't act upon it. And maybe that's a separate issue. Maybe that's what's bothering me a lot about this, is that the legislature either didn't care what California said or was so inefficient that they were unable or unwilling to get to the issue before the end of the session. So I guess that's part of my angst about that. But you all have given me some new things to think about. I hope you have some, too. And uh, good thoughts. And I I would say listening to the uh, listener input today, our callers, uh, it seems to be that uh, our our listening family is leaning towards keeping it the way it is uh, versus going one way uh, or the other. So uh, thank you for your uh, input on that. Quick uh, update about what's happening in uh, in, in uh, Ukraine. Uh, as you probably heard, Russia is ramping up its uh, offensive on Ukraine. Uh, they've hit airfields in the west and uh, industrial cities in the east, and uh, there's a huge, huge armored column that remember it's kind of been stalled over a week outside uh, Kiev, and and uh, apparently. Uh, it's now spreading out near the capital, only uh, minutes away by by some reports. Uh, so uh, Russia is ramping things up. The World Health Organization, by the way, confirming there have been at least 26 attacks by Russia on Ukrainian health facilities since the start of the invasion. And the organization has uh, deemed two other attacks as possible. Again, this is the World Health Organization finding that at least 12 people have died as a result of the attacks. 34 more have been injured since February 24. I am still struggling. I don't know about you. I am still struggling with this issue of Poland willing to provide aircraft that the Ukrainians can use. They have been uh, trained on Uh 
they are willing to provide those, assuming that the United States of America would allow them to use one of our air bases in Germany and then uh, facilitate the delivery of those planes, uh, those fighter jets, uh, to the Ukrainians. Of course, the Biden administration, as we know, has said, nope, not going to do that. I am struggling with why. And, and, here's, and I understand the no-fly zone. I understand that dynamic. I understand that if NATO tries to enforce a no-fly zone, that means anytime a Russian aircraft gets into the airspace, somebody on our side, NATO or the U.S. itself, is going to have to shoot it down. I mean, that's part of the commitment, right, to a no-fly zone. I understand that. But that's not the issue here in my mind. The issue is delivering air weaponry to Ukrainians so they can fight the Russians themselves, not talking about us shooting down any Russian plane. It's giving equipment. So what's the difference? Maybe you can help me with this. What is the difference between supplying Ukraine with ground weaponry, which we are doing, versus supplying them with air weaponry, which we've said we will not do? I don't understand that. It seems like a hypocritical position. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe you have some thoughts on this, and we'll uh, consider that in a couple of minutes. Area code 209-551-3483, your hotline to the Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483. And we'll continue the conversation in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. A two-car crash in Stockton, northbound 5, right after Highway 4. It's in the right lane with crews on scene. And your eastbound 205 ride in Tracy. Slow from Tracy Boulevard to 5. It remains slow. Up North 5, leaving 205 all the way into Stockton. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Roto-Rooter. Don't let an inexperienced plumber dig up your entire yard. Roto-Rooter offers trenchless repairs to ensure you don't have additional expenses and headaches. Get a free home inspection at rotorooterca.com or call 800-491-ROTO. That's rotorooterca.com. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and say big. Blindster.com. Dell's semi-annual sale for business has arrived. Enjoy specials on Dell Talks, monitors, and servers, plus up to 45% off the latest Dell PCs with Windows 11 Pro and get an easy start to your workday. Call 877-ASK-DELL to speak with a Dell Technologies advisor. That's 877-ASK-DELL. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. Hi, my name's Joe Cordell. Sometimes in divorce, courts require the higher earner to pay to the other party what's called spousal support or alimony. 
Usually this order can be modified in certain circumstances, but such modifications are often complicated and are best entrusted to attorneys that are well acquainted with such matters. At Cordell & Cordell, that's our business. Remember, you're not alone. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capital Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814. Cordell Saul Martinez couldn't wait to enlist. In Iraq, his vehicle was hit by a projectile improvised explosive device. Saul survived, but he lost both legs, suffered a traumatic brain injury, and lost two close friends. Saul now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Saul. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Joe Buck and John Smoltz welcoming you back to the city center convenience mart. Uh-oh. She's looking at the cigarettes, but she just grabs the gum off the counter. Stand up to cancer and rally wants you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our phone number 209-551-3483. Our conversation now surrounding this issue of uh, the U.S. saying, no, Poland, you may not use our uh, our Air Force base in Germany to, uh, to uh, supply fighter jets to Ukraine. Uh, we're not going to facilitate that. I can see some of the back and forth. I'll go into that in a moment, but I want to hear your your ideas on this. Why? What is the rationale if, if we are willing to give Ukraine ground weaponry? Why not air weaponry? They're they're both assisting Ukrainians with fighting Russia. What's the difference? Let's get your thoughts. 209-551-3483, our number. Let's go to Dennis and LaGrange. Dennis, what are your what's your thoughts on this? Well, I feel guilty first for calling twice in two days. But anyway, um, you know, the U.S. knew, and this is available from, you know, general people who were in NATO and so on. The U.S. knew that Ukraine... Uh, I'm sorry, Russia was going to invade the Ukraine in early January. I have no doubt that they knew it long before that. But anyway, they knew it, and uh, they did not do a thing. So I think that Putin uh, let make sure that the West knew that he was planning to invade or he already invaded uh, Crimea years before, and uh, so pretty obvious. But anyway, instead of doing anything, well, 
argument of who started the war or who has escalated would have been moot. He would have been the one who was the aggressor, as he is now. But unfortunately, because of our weak response, the U.S., this administration, which is worse than worthless, they're dangerous to all of us. Didn't do anything, and he knew we wouldn't, so he went ahead. At this point, where do we stop? I have that. What's mm. going to stop it? Nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis, thank you. Uh, appreciate the call. Uh, your, your, your phone's a little crackly, but I think we got uh, the sum and substance of what you were saying. Uh, Dennis pointing out that the U.S. had a foreknowledge of, uh, of the attack, and why didn't we act sooner? And I think, Dennis, that's fit, that fits into my thesis that, uh, particularly with this administration, the U.S. is all about reacting instead of being proactive. Uh, of, of reacting to things until it's too late instead of looking ahead, strategizing, putting brilliant minds together and making a plan, looking at worst case scenario, scenarios, looking at best case scenarios, making good decisions and taking proactive steps to mitigate some of these things. The word mitigate, I don't think, is understood in Washington, D.C. right now. The word proactivity uh, is, uh, is not understood in Washington, D.C. right now. So, uh, Dennis, I would agree with you. Uh, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the problems that we're dealing with right now are because we failed as the United States of America to act upon the intelligence uh, that we had. Uh, Dennis, uh, good, good points. Thank you so much. Uh, and, and there are some other issues here. Uh, some of you may be asking, well, why doesn't Poland just fly those jets over to Ukraine? If, if they want to give Ukrainians their MiGs, MiG-29s, why doesn't Poland just do it instead of using a U.S. base? Well, Poland has basically said, no, the deal is... We'll give them the planes, but United States, we don't want to give them directly to Ukraine. We want you to do it via your base in Germany. Now, why is that? Uh, I think probably the answer is that Poland doesn't want to be perceived as helping make a direct attack upon Russia. And I think uh, the United States, good, bad, or indifferent, the Biden administration is taking the same stance uh, in, in this regard. Again, I, I don't understand if we are giving them ground weapons, why not give them air weapons? So I, I other, other than the air weaponry, can th that would make a huge difference to my understanding. Again, I'm, I'm not a military expert, but to my understanding, uh, that, 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 w that might actually turn things around. But apparently, my thought is that the Biden administration doesn't want Russia uh, to feel that we're being too aggressive. And I think that comes back to Dennis's point, why not? We should have been more proactive from the very get-go when we knew that this was going to happen. 
Uh, I think the defense that, well, we didn't know we were just waiting to see what Russia was going to do is a a bunch of baloney, or as uh, President Biden would say, malarkey, to use his words. Uh, We knew. We had to know. And uh, the, the fact that we did not act, the fact that we're always uh, it's in look at Afghanistan and the way we exited there. We're always a day late dollar short. We're always reacting to a situation instead of proactively getting ahead of it and taking a stance. I don't think this invasion by Russia had to happen. They waited a long time. Why do you think that Vladimir Putin did not invade Russia I mean, invade Russia. Why did Vladimir Putin not invade Ukraine again until the Biden administration came into office? Why do you think that is? Why do you think he waited until the Olympics were over in China? I mean, it seems like some very obvious answers to that and what it does, I think, for us as the United States, it makes me worried about how the rest of the world looks at us, especially China, uh, and its attitude towards Taiwan. I believe that China is going to become very bold now about willing, uh, being willing to uh, take Taiwan into its, uh, its sphere of influence by force if necessary. All right, coming up, we'll talk about Agenda 21. More of that coming up on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV back in three or five minutes. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. This report is sponsored by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives. Available 24-7. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has all the innovative tech and tools you need to take on the future of work. All at great prices. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are only $199. A $50 savings. Offer in 312 while supplies last limit too. Explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. In Lathrop, a car fire. Northbound 5 at Lathrop Road. It's over on the shoulder. Fire crews responding. In Manteca, we've got stop-and-go traffic southbound 99. Highway 120 to Jack Tone Road. And slow again from Carpenter Road to Tuolumne Boulevard. Stop-and-go in Stockton. Eastbound 4 between Filbert Street and 99. With the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tuned to 1360 AM. KFIV. This report is sponsored by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives. Available 24-7. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. There are so many ways to traditionally sell your house. What, realtor fees? Forget about realtor fees. Also forget about strangers roaming through your house. It's like I'm not even comfortable with people I kind of know in my house. I I got a way you can avoid it all. Osborne Homes wants to take away that going back and forth. You know, you got people, let's just say they're not even qualified, and you look over, and they're they're eating all the cookies you left out. Their kids are running up and down the hall with their dirty shoes. Let me introduce you to Osborne Homes because they want to avoid all that, and they want to buy your house as is. 
There's no realtor fees. There's no escrow fees. Any size, any condition, any price. Your house can literally be in any condition. And the guy that wants to buy it is Mike Osborne. He's raised right here in the Valley. He went to Fresno State. Give Mike a call, 460-3551. Osborne Homes, 460-3551. Or go to osbornehomes.com. Sell it on your way home right now, 460-3551. For more information about contests on this station, go to powertalk1360.com slash rules. Hey, hey, this is John Hope Ryan, entrepreneur and fellow builder, just like you. Thanks to the help of iHeartRadio and Prudential Financial, i like to present to you my brand new podcast, Building the Good Life, where each week a special friend and I will break down and unveil the mysteries of how you build. So if you're ready to build like you never thought you could before, the best version of you, make sure to listen every Friday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. The journey to quit smoking isn't easy, but you have the power to do it. Your story to quit for good is yours to tell, and we're here to help. For free quit support, visit kickitca.org today. Sunny skies today will see temperatures top out in the low 70s. It will be clear and cold overnight, mid-30s expected, and then sunny again tomorrow, mid-70s and light wind all around. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation. Heading into the weekend of the time change. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Sunday morning, 0200 hours. Uh, time to turn the clocks ahead uh, or many of your clocks probably like mine do that automatically now. However, I do have to say on my wrist, I wear a treasured device. Uh, this watch was given to me by my mother uh, for my 18th birthday, which was a long, long time ago. And uh, it's coming up on, uh, let's see, almost, uh, well, not quite. This watch is 50 years old. It's called a Gerard Perigeot, and it's a self-winding watch, which at the time, back in the mid to late 70s, mid-70s, I guess, was quite a device. Anyway, this thing has kept going. There's no battery in it. It's it's self-winding. It's a very delicate device. It is one of my most treasured possessions. And so this I have to advance by hand. Uh, at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning uh, this coming Sunday morning. So, anyway, I'll I'll be making that uh, adjustment on my watch. Everything else pretty much in the house will adjust itself. All right, before we get to uh, on the agenda today is Agenda 21. Right before we get there, I want to visit very briefly an issue that, that flared up this week, and, and that was, are there biological weapons somewhere in Ukraine that Russia may access and use for dubious purposes. That's been bandied around a lot, and uh, a lot of folks are saying, no, the Biden administration is saying, no, harumph, no, 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 no biological weapons in Ukraine. Uh, Respected journalists like Jennifer Griffin, uh, who uh, is a good researcher, says, no, no, don't think so. However, there was a hearing earlier this week 
in our nation's capital. And Senator Marco Rubio asked U.S. Undersecretary of State Victoria Newland about this issue. And what troubles me is the way she answered it. Uh, and I'll explain why in just a second. So here's uh, Senator Rubio asking his question. And then following that, you're going to hear our Undersecretary of State, Victoria Newland. Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. All right. It's a matter of trust. What does that answer say to you? Uh, Marco Rubio, Senator Rubio, asked a very specific question. Are there chemical or biological weapons in Ukraine? And our undersecretary of state, by the way, that's that's the person under the secretary of state, uh, did not say no. Nor did she say yes. It would seem to me that could be a yes, no question. And if she needed to amplify it, that's fine, but it really was a yes-no question. And what she said was, Ukraine has biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are quite concerned that Russian troops, Russian, Russian forces, may be seeking to gain control of. So she's saying, well, there are biological research facilities. Does that mean those research facilities are looking at chemical and biological weaponry or not? And if not, why are they quite concerned that Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to gain control of them? Well, the obvious answer may be because Russia might turn it turn those uh, research facilities and the products therein into chemical or biological weapons, understand that. So she went on to say, so we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces should they approach. Again, my my trust meter was pegging the wrong way backwards uh, into the red, not into the green. And I, I just, the way she did, and, and really you had to have watched her body language and how she answered that question, just not comfortable with the way she answered it. Leads me to believe the U.S. knows a lot more than it may be revealing. This is not unusual for the Biden administration. If she wanted to say, I can neither confirm nor deny it, fine. That telegraphs something to us. But the way she answered it to me is somewhat worrisome and did not really address what Senator Rubio 
was uh, was looking for. I don't know. Are you comfortable with her answer? 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Moving uh, as well on to Agenda 21. I want to thank caller Sean for bringing this subject up yesterday, I believe it was. A great call. And Sean brought up Agenda 21. And several of you, by the way, uh, communicated with me uh, overnight about it and uh, what, what you knew about Agenda 21. And it's been interesting to explore that a little bit. I want to share with you uh, some observations from the Canada Free Press, also some observation from observations from uh, The Blaze, which is uh, Glenn Beck's uh, online uh, informational portal, and also some interesting things from his new book called The Great Reset. Now, I have uh, a Kindle edition, so the page numbers that I will give you in a couple moments are uh, may not be the page numbers of the hard copy book. It's uh, been hard to get a hold of those. I understand they're, they're obtainable now, but may not be shipped for uh, a couple of weeks. But anyway, I, uh, Sean, I, I think it's worthy to explore what Agenda 21 is all about. I want to share with you what I found. And in about three minutes, uh, we're going to begin with what Newt Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House, we're going to share what Newt Gingrich said about that back on July 26, 2011. I think you'll find it enlightening. And again, this is one of those subjects that we need to explore. We need to plumb the depths of it a little bit so that we have at least a basic understanding of what Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, what all that means, who's behind it, what the definition is, what the intent is, because we all may be living under it. So we're going to explore that in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. And laser up a car fire, northbound 5 at mm-hmm. Lathrop Road. It's over on the shoulder, fire crews responding. In Manteca, we've got stop-and-go traffic southbound 99, Highway 120 to Jacktone Road, and slow again from Carpenter Road to Tuolumne Boulevard. Stop and go in Stockton, eastbound 4 between Filbert Street and 99. But the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tuned to 1360 AM KFIV. Inventing Anna, the official podcast, delves deeper into the story behind the Netflix series about Anna Sorkin, the fake heiress who stole the hearts and money of New York's social elite, featuring conversations with the actual people who played a part in this iconic story and series creator Shonda Rhimes. My theory of Anna, which is, it is that thing that Vivian says, I will make you famous. The world will know who you are. Listen to Inventing Anna, the official podcast on the radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's done more to improve overall health and wellness, modern medicine, or personal hygiene? Actually, it's both. But considering that bathing went mainstream in the 1800s and brushing your teeth in the 1900s, isn't it time for something new, like cleaning your nose? After all, your nose is the body's air filter for trapping dirt and germs, the first line of defense against allergens, bacteria, and viruses from getting into your lungs. But how do you clean your nose? 
with Navage. Navage isn't medicine. It's more like plumbing. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril to the very back of the nose where germs can get trapped and multiply. And then out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and microbes so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier. Join over 2 million others and find out for yourself how refreshing and easy to use Navage is. At Navage.com, Walgreens, CBS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Navage. Clean nose, healthy life. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHOPE can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this beautiful Friday afternoon here in California's Central Valley. Getting back to, and, and, and again, I compliment you as our family of listeners. Uh, you are very intelligent. You make good cases. You put your thoughts together well. And you bring things up that I may not be completely aware of and I need to research. And so thanks to Sean for Sean's call uh, yesterday and uh, for Vicki, who uh, emailed uh, overnight as well. By the way, between shows, if you'd like to communicate with me, uh, email is mikeon1360 at gmail.com, mikeon1360 at gmail.com. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Agenda 21. And as an intro, here's Newt Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House, back on July 26, 2011, talking about Agenda 21. I'll use this as the introduction uh, to this subject this afternoon. It's the United Nations proposal to create a series of centralized planning provisions where all of a sudden your local city government can't do something because of some agreement they signed with some private group who are all committed basically to taking control of your private property and turning it into a publicly controlled property. And I think uh, everywhere I go in the country today, people, are, particularly the Tea Parties, are very worried about Agenda 21. It's part of a general problem of the United Nations and other international bureaucracies that are seeking to create an extra constitutional control over us, and I reject that model totally. The United States is a sovereign country. The United Nations does not authorize anything to the United States. And the United Nations does not have any control of the United States. And we want to make sure that that remains our, our core value as we go forward. All right. So that's uh, a brief introduction. Introduction, I believe uh, Newt Gingrich probably summarized it fairly well in a uh, short amount of time. Let me go into the history. And we may need to carry this over uh, to uh, to next week uh, in order to, to really plumb the depths of it enough so that you and I can be conversant in, into what this is. So back in the 1990s, the United Nations drafted something called Agenda 21, and it was their plan for defeating climate change. Now, in 2015, the United Nations took another look at it and it was relabeled, or uh, as, as uh, the blaze.com puts it, rebranded as Agenda 30. Uh, the Canada Free Press 
uh, evaluates it this way. Agenda 21 proposes an array of actions which are intended to be implemented by every person on earth. What does that say to you automatically? One world order? Hmm? Uh, all right. A, uh, again, Canada Free Press. Agenda 21 propose, uh, proposes an array of actions which are intended to be implemented by every person on earth. It calls for specific changes in the activities of all people. Effective execution of Agenda 21 will require a profound reorientation of all humans, unlike anything the world has ever experienced. Now, that's out of a, a book called The Earth Summit, Strategy to Save Our Planet by Earth Press, 1993. So moving on to this, uh, and I'm going to quote here from Glenn Beck's new book, uh, the Great Reset. Now it's pages 170, 171, if you have it in the Kindle edition. Uh, I don't know if that corresponds to the hard copy or not, but uh, take that for what it is. If you have the Kindle edition, here's where I found it. I'm going to quote here because uh, I think it's good information. The Sustainable Development Goals were created at a meeting of the United Nations in September 2015. The Sustainable Development Goals, which serve as a successor to the United Nations Agenda 21 Sustainable Development Plan, represent commitments made by the United Nations to, quote, end poverty and hunger everywhere, to combat inequalities within and among countries, to build peaceful, just, and inclusive societies to protect human rights and promote gender equality and the empowerment of women and girls and to ensure the lasting protection of the planet and its natural resources, all of that by 2030. So when you hear about Agenda 2030, probably referring to this rebranding or the renaming of it by the United Nations as a sustainable development goals or the sustainable development goals. Let me go on to quote here in their commitment to the sustainable development goals. Member nations said they imagined quote, a world free of poverty, hunger, disease, and want where all can thrive. They also said we envisage a world free of fear and violence, a world with universal literacy, a world with equitable and universal access to quality education at all levels, to health care and social protection, where physical, mental, and social well-being are assured. What are you thinking this is about? To go on to quote, a world where human inhabitants are safe, resilient, and sustainable and where there is universal access to affordable, reliable, and sustainable energy, a world of universal respect for human rights and human dignity, the rule of law, justice, equality, and non-discrimination of respect for race, ethnicity, and cultural diversity, and of equal opportunity permitting the full realization of human potential, contributing to shared prosperity are you standing up and, and waving the un flag yet right, what bothers you about this what bothers me about it number one it's coming from the united nations 
Number two, it smacks to me of one world order. And I'm not going to get into uh, the details of eschatology, uh, theologically, the study of end times. That's for another place, another time. Uh, But as I'm looking at this, it smacks to me of a movement towards a one world order, which means for you and me, the freedoms that we enjoy will no longer be there. We will no longer have a United States of America that is self-governing. We will be under a one-world order. That's, to me, what this is pointing towards. So when Sean brought this up yesterday, Agenda 21, it's something that we need to bear in mind. And I hope I've done an adequate job of, of telegraphing to you, trying to boil it down to its simplest form, Uh, so that we can understand what it's about. So it's Agenda 21 leading to Agenda 30, as in 2030, Agenda 2050, now under this new UN moniker of Sustainable Development Goals. And it really means one source of rule. When it talks about the rule of law, it's not our rule of law. It's whatever the United Nations decides is the rule of law. Now, if you'd like uh, some references on that, if you'd like to know where I found that material, I'd be happy to uh, give that to you. You can email me at mikeon1360 at gmail.com, mikeon1360 gmail.com. As we uh, head towards the end of our second hour, though, let's go back to the phones at 209 Three four eight three. Let's go to Kevin in Modesto. Kevin has some thoughts about the chemical weapons that may or may not be in Ukraine. Hi, Kevin. Welcome. Yeah, uh, Mike. Really quickly, I'm on a time clock here. I have to get back in the office by four, by yeah, by uh, five o'clock. So um, I really have to be quick here. I just wanted to say that uh, I uh, I don't have any problem with her answer because of the fact that that's as much as she can say. I mean, if she were to say any more than that, it would be a violation of um, basically uh, it would be a violation of the ethics codes of um, international diplomacy and uh, all sorts of things. And also, um, if, if we know that they have chemical weapons and we were to reveal that, then that's revealing that we're spying on them. And because how else would we know that? So there are all kinds of issues in international intelligence and all sorts of things. So as much as she can say is that they have biological testing centers, that's a trigger, that's a way of saying that, yes, they do have them, because that's where those things are created. But she cannot come right out and say that they have them. So that's that's a, a code coded answer to to the senator yes they do have them that's a coded answer of saying yes they do well i don't come right out and saying it okay kevin making a good case for that thank you for, and i don't want to make you late for getting back to work kevin so uh thanks a lot for uh for uh for your thoughts there kevin making the case that uh the undersecretary of defense uh victoria newland probably not able to come out and say, and that's uh, that's probably a, a, a decent argument. 
in favor of uh, the way she answered the question that uh, she ethically and for reasons of national security uh, doesn't want to come out and say one way or the other. Uh, So, Kevin, thank you for your perspective there. Uh, I I think um, I I think, though, there's there's that nagging sense that, yes, they uh, either do have them or may have them. And as Kevin pointed out, if if that is the fact, then maybe the undersecretary of state was unable to come out and actually say what uh, what the truth is because she's unable to. Interesting point, Kevin. Thanks for taking time before you go back to work to share that with us. Thank you for sharing your uh, afternoon with me for two hours. I will look forward to seeing you back on Monday at 3 to 5 p.m. here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.